Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and I've entitled today's morning briefing, This Thing Called Grace. For by grace you have been saved by faith. It makes no sense, almost no sense at all. From the time you were small, you were taught that anything worth having is worth working for, right? You know, the early bird gets the worm. No pain, no gain. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Demand your rights. You get what you pay for. Has any one of those ever been said to you? But then, there's Jesus. And Jesus came to usher in a new way. We saw it when the woman caught in adultery was dragged before Jesus. Jewish law said she should be stoned. The men already had rocks in both hands. That is, until Jesus. Jesus did not condemn her. Instead, he turned to the men and said, Whichever one of you has never sinned, you throw the first rock. The woman waited. Jesus knelt and wrote something in the sand, and one by one, the rocks hit the ground. Go on now, but leave the sinful life you have been living. Where was the judgment? Smothered in grace. It is my thought that those who have sinned the most, who are in the greatest need of forgiveness and a new start, comprehend grace better and experience the grace of God more fully than those who think their sins are small. Those who compare their small sins to others' bigger sins are missing the point, don't you think? When Paul wrote that all have sinned and all fall short of God, he meant all. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. A quote by Yeats. Churchgoers and other would-be pious types may know scripture about grace, be able to sing every word of amazing grace, dress up nicely, and say all the holy-sounding words in their prayers, yet fail to recognize their self-righteousness, tendency to judge, and bent toward hypocrisy. Jesus said there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine persons who do not need to repent. Grace comes free of charge to people who do not deserve it. The notion of God's loving coming to us free of charge, no strings attached, seems to go against every instinct of humanity. The Buddhist Eightfold Path, the Hindu Doctrine of Karma, the Jewish Covenant, and Muslim Code of Law, each of these offers a way to earn approval. Gripped by this notion that it is by the grace of God that I am who I am, or could be, I ask God to help me explain grace to Vince M., to Helen O., to Quick, to the Duke of Earl, to my 15-year-old Dylan, to the man who feels he has used up his last chance, to the drug addict. Here's what I thought God would say. Some of this is pulled right out of scripture. My grace is free. You don't even need a credit card. My grace is sufficient for whatever you are facing. My grace is bountiful enough to cover over a multitude of sins. My grace is great enough to forgive any debt. My grace is the fount of everlasting love. My grace can make a dirty life clean. My grace can bring hope to a hopeless person and to a hopeless situation. My grace offers the promise of eternal life and love. My grace makes it possible not to live in fear. 
My grace allows me to forget your sin. My grace can make you a new creature and make the old fall away. My grace is a gift to you, but it won't be yours unless you receive it. My grace became a person, Jesus. I know that the grace of God is alive because I'm a living example of it, he said, after I had taught the preceding lesson to a large basement gathering of street people. He came up after to tell me a story. I was a rough gangbanger. I dealt drugs. Then I started doing drugs to cover all the bad feelings I had inside. Then everything started going bad. I was shot on Easter Sunday. And then, right after, sent to jail for three years for something I didn't do. Jail is a really bad place, but I was able to be still there. I was able to think there. I met God. Now I'm free from all of that. I'm forgiven. I don't do that stuff no more. That is the grace of God. That's what Marcus said to me, actually today. A real-life example of this thing called grace. Grace. Get it, and then give it. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is This Thing Called Grace.